Hello, Internet. My name's Sean Lynn Cook. And I'm Matt Noble. And this week's Screen Verdict podcast features one of our favourite events. I love this. Each year, I guess they do, but also Screen Verdict celebrates MTV's Best Video Music Award of the Year. Yes, it's the MTV VMAs, um, and that is, they, they have an award. It's for the Best Music Video of the Year. And what Screen Verdict likes to do is go through each of the videos... And we provide our own mini screen verdict for each of them. And there's a lot at stake. Yes. Because the video with the highest combined score, we each give a score out of five, adds up to a score out of ten, we will actually vote for. Yes. It could be the deciding vote. Yeah. For all we know. At the VMAs. Yeah. We could be giving a VMA to one of these five superstars. (laughs) So that's what's really exciting. And what you can do is uh, listen along with us. Um, Hopefully, like, maybe uh, even if you want to, if you're on your computer, you can pause the podcast, you can watch the music video, then you can uh, unpause and listen to the analysis. So we're going to do something a bit different this year. And we're going to actually, like, we, me and Jonathan haven't seen the videos yet. No, I think I've maybe come across one or two of them. Mm, Haven't seen all the videos yet, which is key in voting yeah. For the videos. Yes, apparently. So, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to provide proof. We could no. just click <laughs> vote on For our favourite celebrity. Yeah. Um, but what we're going to do is we'll, we'll obviously edit out the bit where we watch them, but we're going to watch them. So you're going to get our raw, instant reactions to these music videos. And First impressions. And if you haven't seen the music videos yet, or you're not a computer and have access to them, that's fine too, because we're going to... We'll, we'll summarise what happens, and sometimes uh, our... Well... All the time. Our reviews are more entertaining than the music videos. <laughs> so, you're, you're alright. So, the first music video we're going to be taking a look at is Bruno Mars, Locked Out of Heaven. We love the Bruno Mars, don't we? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he has not done well with, we, we, with our We at least like him more than Tyler, the creator. Yes, okay. <laughs> so, uh, we've been a bit disappointed by Bruno Mars's nominee nominations here in the past. Let's see if this one can get him in our good books. So, that was the sound of Matt and I coming out of the time machine. Yeah. We just instantly were able to watch Bruno Mars Locked Out of Heaven. Yeah. So let's walk people through this music video. What happened here? Well, a lot of it is a, a live performance, just Bruno in a band, just playing the song. In a club. Yeah. some variety. Everyone's dancing around. And then I, I think just sort of Occasionally cut in and out of that is just some shenanigans. Them hanging out, playing some some form of uh, bones, craps on the street, mm. gambling a little bit. Mm. Here's, here, here's my impression of what this the, the story, this music video is telling us. They're at a club. Bruno Mars and his mates are performing a song. Mm. Everyone's loving it. Everyone's dancing a lot. Everyone's having a good time. I think there might be a bit of drug use because just uh, not because we see any, but just I don't know. It seems like with the camera, there's a lot of like weird sort of color schemes and <laughs> any sort like, of yeah psychedelic Windows movie maker yeah. effect. <laughs> yes, definitely implied drug use. <laughs> yes, um, and it actually seems like a good a club you'd want to be at. Seems like quite a high ratio of girls to guys, right? <laughs> like the ratio depends seems... what you're into. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the odds would be in our favor, as Katniss Everdeen would like to say. Um, so it seemed pretty good. Um, it seems like people are having a good time, but it does seem like um, 
There's a bit of like lesbian kissing, a lot of the girls interested in each other. They don't seem too interested in Bruno Mars. <laughs> they do, they. They don't seem to be dancing with Bruno Mars much. He's on his own singing and or else is sort of dancing a bit away from him. Is that what Locked Out of Heaven refers yeah, to? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> His idea of heaven is two girls hooking up, but he's yeah. not invited. <laughs> Could be. He's on the outside watching. Then we cut to him in the morning, hanging out with his mates, and it's just all guys. <laughs> obviously none of the girls from the party hanging out with him the next day. They're just all taking photos with each other, playing little gambling games. And I don't know, then at some point it cuts to a party, they're back at someone's place playing Spin the Bottle. But that's very quick. That's a small part of the story. We don't really see how that spin the bottle game. I, I felt very like what was going, like what direction were they going with the spin the bottle game? I didn't really, <laughs> they didn't flesh that out enough for me. Yeah, I think the story was a little hard to follow. I don't know what it was exactly tying <laughs> these other scenes to the performance. It was a little only God forgives esque mm. without putting his hand in anybody's womb. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to figure out what the song was about. I don't think I ever got there. Locked mm. out. Does you know you've kept me locked out of heaven for too long? Do, you know because not Bruno normally sings love songs. He likes a girl, but is she taking too long to put out? I don't know. Like maybe locked out. None of the girls at this club wanted to go out with him. Whatever it is, it's it's classic Bruno Mars self pity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's this rich, handsome celebrity, <laughs> top of the charts. And yet he has nothing but uh, things to complain about in his songs. Yeah. I did think this was a fun music video. <laughs> I did have a bit of fun. It's a catchy song. It's sort of everyone's dancing. Everyone's having a good time. Maybe other than Bruno Mars. It's a bit ambiguous. It ends with the text just the end. I don't know if that's <laughs> necessary for a music video. But anyway. <laughs> so what we do with these is we give them each a score out of five. That will add up to a score out of ten. Whichever has the highest score, gets our vote. That's how this is working. Have we unpacked this music video enough to you feel we're capable to give it a score now? And I have a piece of unlined paper for us to tabulate the scores on. <laughs> I think this was a kind of fun music video. There's a lot of energy. I, th- I thought perhaps too much energy. It's a kind of catchy but sort of chilled song. But the band were really getting into it. They yeah. were headbanging. They thought that was the fattest bass line ever. Yeah. I think they were maybe trying to trick us into thinking this was a more enjoyable song than it actually <laughs> is. Which, if it can successfully do that as a music video, that might be a successful music video, right? Perhaps. Hmm. But uh, I didn't really think there was much to it. There's just them having a performance. They've let a 12-year-old do a few visual effects. <laughs> And there wasn't really much of a a point to it. But I guess I kind of enjoyed the song. It was kind of catchy and I got into it. I'm going to give it two out of five. There's nothing to love about this music video. You know, they throw in a bit of the fun dancing, some chicks making out with each other, Bruno Mars in a hat. Like, (laughs) this is pretty much... They're throwing these darts at the board. and, And to some degree, they sort of land. Like, it is fun and entertaining. But that's sort of all it is. There's nothing that stands out too much or makes you think it's great, yeah, I'd give it a two out of five as well. So The bar um, has been set. Yeah. And from memory of these VMA podcasts, that could be a tough <laughs> score to beat. That, that could be tough. So what can get in its way? Oh, this guy this guy's pretty cool. I've heard of him. 
JT. And I'm not talking about Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I'm talking <laughs> about Justin Timberlake. With mirrors. With mirrors. Yeah, I, I heard people talking about this when it came out. I haven't actually seen the music video, though, so this will be interesting. And we will watch it over the course of the next five seconds. Yep. And we're back. Boy, mirrors. And if that didn't sound like the same sound as the first time machine, we have more than one here at Screenberg. Yeah, we need a new one for each music video. <laughs> they only work once at time machines. <laughs> so, Jonathan, let's talk us through Justin Timberlake's Mirrors. Well, first of all, it's eight and a half minutes long. It's very long. Uh, this would not be considered adhering to the Return of Jafar principle. Yeah. I feel if that were to apply to music videos, that would be around two minutes. Yeah. Is what uh, we'd be looking for. Yeah. I guess it starts off with a story of old people, or uh, people who are at least at one point in time are old. Mm. And I, I guess they're able to see certain visions through mirrors and slow-motion choreographed dancing. Yeah. And they seem to uh, remember or relive experiences that they had in their youth. Yes. They seem to be, I don't know, packing house or something. They seem to have these... They move, they move very slowly. It feels like they're just like lifting their hands up. It may have been dancing. <laughs> um, I found it a bit hard to follow all these memories and everything. Here's what I was able to sort of piece together. I made a few little notes while watching that one because... I realised a couple minutes in that it was going to be pretty hard to remember everything. <laughs> they met playing pool, is that? Yeah, she was hanging out by the jukebox. Mm. He was like, I like the look of that. Mm. And there's a girl next to it. <laughs> yes. So he goes up and do they dance? Do they dance oh, or something? Boy, do they dance. Yeah, they dance near the jukebox. Things seem to be going well. Then, like, she's in bed crying, like a lot of mascaros running. Is that the same girl? I, I found it a bit hard to yeah, keep track of it. it seems quite girl. weird. You know, if you do these kind of time jump things, you'd maybe have, are oh, you guys at 20, you guys at 40, you guys at 60 or 70, whatever. It seemed that there was like really, really old, about 18 and about 25. Like that was one yeah. of the three yeah. <laughs> time periods that we got. Did they like not see each other? Like they sort of broke up at 26. They're just like met up again at 80 or something. Like it's very. <laughs> um, so anyway, there's like this girl crying on the bed, which I think's the same girl. And he's just sort of lying around, giving a bit of a pat, giving a bit of a rub. Um, then they start kissing. Then is that her in the wedding shop? There's like a moving mannequin yeah. in the wedding shop. Is that her symbolizing they get but married? I think it was maybe? around the same time period because I think it was the same actress. Yeah. And then there was a girl in like a green dress that sort of straddled the guy at some yeah, point. I think it was, was the same. That one. was the same girl. Okay. It was a bit hard to keep track of all these. I thought maybe the girl in the green dress is why the girl in the white bra is crying. <laughs> like maybe they're sort of doing it out of order to. Maybe. Yeah, but no, probably not. It was probably so. all the same. So She seemed to forgive him rather quickly yeah. in a way. <laughs> um, and then they go to a circus at some point. And you go to a fun house. Mm. And I, this was an interesting fun house because they had some attractions. They had a, a strong man. But I don't yeah. think he was a very good strong man. Because <laughs> normally strong men lift heavy weights, but that was just made out of balloons. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wasn't impressed by that. Yeah. They, they dance a bit in front of the the funhouse mirrors. That's sort of, I guess, the title of the music video, mirrors. And the old people rock up at the circus, too. 
Yeah, they're watching that somehow. Yeah. As a lady sort of uh, gives a like a reel of photos. Oh, yes, I wrote this. The, 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 the photo booth person. Yeah. Spitting out That was photos. more impressive than the strong man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to spit out a reel of photos of you as old people. <laughs> were they old they the were photo? the old people. They were the old people in the photo. <laughs> there also seemed to be a book, a red book, that the young girl had and the old lady was looking back through. I was expecting to find out what was in that book at some point. Yeah, I, I also didn't expect all the characters to disappear after about <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> so, okay, then, in, then, then it's sort of like the old lady's looking at her wedding rings. Well, she drops them. And we see him fall down, and they're caught by... The guy from The Social Network. Yeah, Justin Timberlake. Who can do more than just that? Yeah, <laughs> he's the triple threat. <laughs> he can sing, dance, and act. So he then catches the rings. I guess he puts them in his pocket. He goes, these could be worth a bit. Uh, <laughs> Hard times for JT. Yeah. He's stealing old ladies' jewellery. Yeah, and he's in a room of mirrors. I like this. Uh, yeah, the song all about mirrors. It needs a hall of mirrors because that's sort of the, that's about as interesting as mirrors get, really. Yeah. And he dances. He does some dancing in the mirrors, some smooth dancing while he's singing the song. Got pretty sexy. Yeah. Is um, is this a little pathetic? Like to be just <laughs> dancing on your own? Like he's not dancing. He's just like dancing in an empty room of mirrors. I, I was thinking this is a bit like the kind of thing people do in their like bedrooms and things. <laughs> I mean, if I was in a, a Hall of Mirrors, I might dance a bit just to see how it looks like. I uh, don't know if I'd share that with the world. And maybe it was some sort of magic dance that was able to produce a lady out of nowhere. Well, we do see some women enter the room or, or enter the one? mirrors. Yes, it's hard <laughs> to tell with mirrors, I guess. <laughs> so then these women start dancing behind him. I think they're in the mirrors, though. I don't think they're actually... The mirrors symbolised something. Something about being able to see what isn't really there. And I think that's why he was a bit mopey and mm. disconnected. Maybe he's dancing on his own in front of his mirrors. Because he doesn't have anyone to dance with, he's just imagining that there's someone else there. Do you know what this strikes me as? They had two ideas for a music video. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> it seems like two completely separate music videos with the most tenuous link between them. <laughs> like, just as she drops something and he catches it and then we are in a completely different music video. Yeah. Is there any way that that works for you? Not really. I mean, it's the yeah. same song and there's mirrors in both of them, but but no, there's definitely not enough of a reason for it to be eight minutes long yeah. and two entirely separate videos. The two music videos went so good that you felt like you were getting double value. No, no. I like Justin Timberlake. He does some very good rap medallies with Jimmy Fallon on <laughs> Late Night, and he's always very good at hosting SNL. But I can't help but feel this missed the mark a bit. I think it was too long. I didn't like that the things didn't seem to be related to each other at all. But I did like some of the dancing. I kind of liked the song. I thought a lot of the images were good. And this time... It looked by, like it was edited by an adult. A lot of the cuts, some of the effects, I think that was quite elaborate. Yes. So. I, I'm going to give this a one. Just because <laughs> I didn't enjoy it as much as the other one. And I, did, I, like, I like music videos to tell a story. I guess this one tried to, but it didn't re- I didn't really feel like I got a story at the end of that. At least Bruno Mars wasn't really trying to tell a story. It was just a fun day. 
<laughs> you've given you've given Bruno marks for not failing at something he didn't even attempt. Yeah. I'm going to give JT marks for attempting something that he failed at. I'm going to give him two and a half. Okay. I think it's, I think I think both both perspectives are valid. <laughs> so let's move on to this is a big song. I've heard this. People song. love this song. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis featuring Wance. He's going to drop some tags. Yes, it's the thrift shop. <laughs> okay, so we'll watch that and be back with you in two seconds. We're back. We have just seen... From the thrift shop. Yeah, from the thrift shop. <laughs> and what went down was... Is he Macklemore? Is he Lewis? I think he's Macklemore, isn't he? Macklemore or Ryan Lewis, whichever one that guy is. Who knows? Google, probably. We'll go with Macklemore. I'm fairly confident it's Macklemore. I'm sure Ryan Lewis is with him anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Rolls up on, what is it, some kind of scooter. He's got some girls hanging off him. He's got his fat coat with a a mane on it. Looks like he's a lion. They've got Slurpees and Slushies. They're having a good time, aren't they? They've got their... (laughs) Scooters, scooters, girls, slushies. It's a good Saturday afternoon. (laughs) And he hits up the club. He hits up the number of clubs each time rocking out a different outfit from the thrift shop. Yeah. And he is super stoked with what he found at the thrift shop. Yeah. Just listening to the song, you think, oh, he's he's got like this silly coat or something. But uh, something that I really like about the video is the amount of stuff he gets from the the thrift shop. Mm-hmm. Like, it isn't just a one-time thing. He's hitting that up with all guys. He's getting, like, pajamas, Batman onesies. He's getting some Native American outfits. He's getting a grandpa coat. A Davy Crockett hat. Like, an old Davy Crockett hat. I'm loving it. And you might not think that is cool, but other people are finding it cool. It's sort of this whole sort of retro thing. You sort of wear something that's a bit old, that's a bit sort of, like, dated, but it sort of ironically sort of works these days, right? Is that sort of the impetus it's trying to tap into? But it's not quite, oh, I'm doing this. It's a little bit ironic. It's just like, nah, I'm going to rock this. This is it. So you think it's not necessarily the irony of the outfits, the sort of hipster sort of um, angle, but it's more just if you're confident enough in something, you can make it work? Well, I think it, it, it does work because of how much fun everybody has in the video. I think if he was being a bit pretentious and like, oh, I'm being ironic or making fun of yeah. the ironic people, it would just be, wouldn't be that relatable. Okay. It was just like, man, okay. I want to go to the thrift shop. I want to buy some ridiculous outfits. Okay, let, let's talk this through as far as if this is something we would want to do. <laughs> are we going to go to the thrift shop? Because this is something people are doing now. People are going, Macklemore's cool. This song's great. Let's uh, get stuff from the thrift shop. That, that's the way to win over the ladies to, to make friends at parties. Oh, is it too late though? Have all the shops put their uh, their prices up from a dollar ninety nine to two ninety nine because yeah, of the increased I, I, I thrift like, shop demand? Yeah, if you go to the thrift shop, bring more than twenty dollars in your pocket these days. <laughs> I would say, but I think I think there's two rules. One, you got to be confident with it. You mm. can't like sort of like get to the party and explain yourself. You're sort of like. Oh, yeah, I got this at a thrift shop and I thought it would look cool because of that song that everyone's singing. Okay, no. You just you just rock it out. And then someone goes, oh, where do you get that? You go, the thrift shop, bitch. Matt responds aggressively to questions. <laughs> it's, not a, it's like, Sorry. oh, hey, how's it going? Awesome, bitch. 
<laughs> nice to meet you. What's your name? Matt, bitch. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so you just like, you know, like, you own it. You like own yeah. it. I hit up that thrift shop. Secondly, I think it helps in that there's a couple other guys that are also doing the same thing. <laughs> like, I think it's um, it's good. He's, there's a bit of a group of them. He's clearly not just the crazy homeless guy rocking up <laughs> to a party. There's a bunch of people that have all sort of gone with this as a fashion convention. <laughs> so he's made the really wise move of not just, like, putting himself out on a limb with his fashion, but getting some mates to come with him and get in on it with him. Yeah, I think that's good advice. Uh, crazy in numbers seems slightly less crazy. Yeah. I had fun with it. I thought it was good. I love the message it sends. Um, <laughs> it's very deep. Um, it's a social piece. It's a social piece. Um, I think it's really good. I think I might give uh, Macklemore... I, I, uh, then again, it's not like a music video that I... I think I love the song more than the music video. Like, I think I just love that song. I love that music. And it's like he wears some fun outfits, but I'm not really sure whether it does much more than the song. It doesn't really add much to the song for mine. So because of that, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. I think it's pretty fun. There's not really a story or anything, but you just go along with all these crazy outfits and it's, it doesn't seem to wear thin. They, they keep on coming up with more crazy outfits. Each new thing you wore, I, I still found amusing. Uh, there's a couple of odd bits and I don't know how much replay value would have, but it's pretty entertaining. I'll give it three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. In the lead. Mm. Okay. If you thought Thrift Shop was big, this one is arguably equally as big, this song. Everybody get up. It's Robin Thicke featuring T.I. and Pharrell Blurred Lines. Now, okay, there's a question before we go into the uh, time machine. Um, there are two music video versions of this song. Have you heard of this? <laughs> yeah. There's an adult version and a non-adult version. Which one should we watch? I don't have a problem with adult content, but I feel like two dudes alone watching an adult content video where someone could walk in at any moment is <laughs> just asking for trouble, really. Yeah. We haven't put the sock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, you think that I, And I would imagine this is the one MTV would be directing people to, the non-adult version. <laughs> So uh, we'll we'll watch that one. Um, <laughs> we'll so back in a sec. <laughs> Bit of a rough landing in the time machine that time. Everybody get up. <laughs> <laughs> Just dust myself off, get back up. Mm. Blurred Lines. Is the Blurred Line rape? I don't know what the Blurred Line is. Seems to say, yeah, you're. A, I know you want it, but you're a good girl. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean rape, does it? Like people want things all the time, but don't yeah. They but that seems something. that seems quite clear cut. The line only becomes blurred if he uses that as an excuse. <laughs> uh, yeah, she she really wanted it. No, I, but you know, it could be. Trying to convince this good girl that she she wants to sleep with you. Well, that's what the the song is about. It's a, it's a sexy song about sex. Okay, it sounds like what John has said is something that at least amongst some feminists has uh, been something that's been criticised about the music video. An article by in the Daily Beast is being promotion of rape culture 
on account that the monkey are blurred lines and portions of the lyrics like I know you want it encourage the idea no doesn't always mean no and that some women who are raped are asking for it. Criticism was also leveled at the song's video which has been labelled eye-poppingly misogynist. Thick noting that all three male singers are married and have children. That that's a bit of the uh bit of the old like well I'm married and have children, I couldn't be a misogynist. Like <laughs> that seems to be <laughs> It's okay to rape people if you're already married. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, claimed that the directed video was tongue-in-cheek. So, tongue-in-cheek. I don't think it's really promoting rape. No. I think it is tongue-in-cheek. I think it's just a bit... uh, It's a blurred line. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting to hear what does he actually mean by blurred line. Would Would he have been better off calling it the consensual sex song with good girls that end up liking a bit of dirty sex? Maybe. Maybe that would have... I, I feel like people still would have complained. I feel like... <laughs> and I, I think there's probably, like... I don't think this is... Even if this was a little misogynistic, which I'm not saying it necessarily was, I don't think this would, be the, would have been the first music video to come out that was a little bit misogynistic <laughs> in its content. So did we like it? So, okay, what, what is the story here? What, what is this music video actually about? Yeah, let, let's talk about what, it, what are we actually seeing, and then people can judge for themselves whether they think that's misogynistic. Well, it's him, T.I., Pharrell, and they kind of just dance around this room. It's kind of this whitish room, but it's got this kind of weird pinky-ready filter, so all those colours are kind of highlighted. Mm. And then just girls just kind of dance around. Yeah, there's three girls and three guys. Mm. Can we pair up these three girls with the three guys, or is it a bit of a, like, you know, anything-goes situation? (laughs) I think there was a main girl, and he was the main guy. Mm. I didn't really notice beyond that. Mm. It seems like uh, Robin Thicke had a bit of an in with all the girls. Like, you see, he has a few scenes with all the girls. I'm not sure whether the Is other... that where he draws the line? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing a girl with two other dudes. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they're pretty much just dancing around the room. Yeah, and they just incorporate random objects that are somehow sexualized, like a stuffed <laughs> dog. <laughs> Yeah, the dad's got dog. One of them's holding a lamb at some point. Uh, there's a, a, a giant matchbox car that goes down a girl's back. There's a dice they start throwing around. There's a bale of hay. I can I can see why it's it's blurry, because he's into yeah. some weird stuff. Yeah. I, I, I never considered <laughs> incorporating a dice or a lamb or a matchbox car into the bedroom before. Yeah. We also see uh, hashtags used quite quite predominantly and uh, fairly iconically. I think the Lonely Island uh, did a spoof of this on YouTube and things of overusing hashtags in a music video. What did you think about the hashtags? It wasn't just the hashtags. It's, it, it seemed like your pop-up filter wasn't working. <laughs> it's just like every 10 seconds, just hashtag thick just pops up in front of the whole screen. And I was looking for the cross to get rid of it. How do I <laughs> click that off? But no, it's part of the video. I guess it's sort of like the theory of, of bad ads on TV. Yeah. It sort of forces you to remember it, but it might not be something you really want to remember. Yeah. Like, I will remember the name Thick yeah. after watching that video, but I might hate the name Thick at the same yeah. time. Mm. You know what? <laughs> all the hashtags and all the random props really worked for me. <laughs> I, I just found that 
they all made the video more entertaining. <laughs> it was just, you kept on getting surprised with things, and I quite enjoyed that. It just seemed like there's a lot of weird, random, funny stuff, and people were dancing around and having a good time. Like this, it wasn't like these random things turned seemingly a, a good girl to a bad girl or anything. They they were in the same place they started with. It was just sexy people not wearing very much, just dancing and doing odd things for four minutes. It's just fun, <laughs> and I don't want to be accused of being a misogynist. <laughs> do yeah? Do you hate women or do you hate fun? Yeah, <laughs> I'll give this a two and a half. <laughs> Is that what you're giving? Is that your score? Um, I I just I don't know. Like, it's a tough one for me to give a score to because I do think it's genuinely entertaining. It's upbeat. People are dancing. Robin Thicke's wearing cool clothes, like aviator sunglasses and a nice suit. Like, it's just (laughs) (laughs) the stuff where the girl's sitting there and the car just goes down her back. It's just like the perfect like level of randomness. Like. (laughs) To, to, to just make something funny that sticks in your mind. Uh, there's the thing where, like, the guy's talking to the lamb when it's one of the more sexual lines. It's just this weird, funny, random, entertaining stuff all together, and I quite enjoy that. I, like, really... Like, there's something really, uh, like, enjoyable about this music video. I'm going to give it a three. I was going to give this... I think it's the wheel of three and a half. Here's my one question. Is this so over the top? Well, do you think the Robin Thicke claim that it's tongue-in-cheek holds weight just because of how over the top it is? It's one of those situations where I think it comes down to sort of the individual case. Yeah. Whereas people say, you know, oh, racist jokes are okay because it's just sort of, it's just a joke. It's supposed to be funny. But there's that kind of line where are you making fun of racism or are you being racist? Are you making fun of that race? And there's this yeah. kind of line of what's pushing the boundaries and being edgy and funny and what's actually promoting accepting something being okay that's not okay. Mm. I think in this case, it's maybe a tiny bit insensitive, but I'm not I'm not going to be out there saying this needs to be taken down and it promotes the hatred of whatever. I, I don't think it's that. Mm. But I can see the issue. Yes, I'd agree. I think it's a little insensitive, but I think it probably is largely done sort of tongue-in-cheek and a little in a satirical way. Um, but it's hard when I'm not a woman. <laughs> like, it's hard, like I, women might be legitimately offended, and I don't want to say they're wrong. So it's 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 tough. I, I feel a little more comfortable giving it a, a high score. Final song, final music video in the race. One of my favourites. I mean, I mean, I thought I think she was in my snubbed category last year for this award. Um, I've been waiting to us to review one of her music videos. <laughs> it's the only woman in the race. Oh, Taylor Swift with <laughs> "I Knew You Were Trouble." Have you seen this yet? No. Get ready. Beep beep beep. Time machine came in backwards this time. We reversed it in. Mm-hmm. Very good. We're back, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> From watching Taylor Swift's I Knew You Were Trouble. Now, this starts off with some narration. Yes. Now, this is... You like a bit of story in your videos, Matt. This is this is setting us up. It's giving us some backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, she basically sees a guy that... Uh, I guess she sees something in, but she knows that he just has a world that moves too fast and he burns too bright. Yeah. She's going to end up getting hurt. Mm-hmm. She asked a question... How could the devil pull her towards something that looks like an angel when he smiles at her? 
I thought, well, the devil wouldn't be doing a very good job if he just sent you some, like, ugly garbage monster. Like, obviously he's going to send something that looks like an angel if he's going to try and mislead you. Hmm. Here's also my issue with that line. Firstly, does this guy look like an angel when he smiles? He's got, like, a lot of tattoos. (laughs) He's, like, got ripped clothing. Like, surely, like... Like, stereotypically. Like, punk like, rock has just hit yeah. heaven. Yeah. It's all the rage. <laughs> yeah. He's come down to earth. During, like, 30 years yeah. too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looks a bit worse for wear. Like, <laughs> and secondly, isn't the song, I knew you were trouble when you walked in, not I thought you were an angel and then you ended up being something <laughs> of the dead. Like, it doesn't seem to match the, the, the song either, that line. It doesn't match the song. It doesn't match the, the actor they've cast. And as you said, it doesn't really match logic. (laughs) Anyway, so... So we basically get to see some clips of them dating. Mm. Off having fun adventures, driving on the highway, risky business, think they might get pulled over by the cops. They're out partying hard. They're Rebecca blacking it. They're (laughs) they're having a good Friday night out. (laughs) Unfortunately, she's not able to sustain such an enthusiasm (laughs) for Friday (laughs) (laughs) throughout the whole clip. Things take a bit of a turn. They they go on train tracks. He lets her wear his hat Mm. for when they make out. (laughs) They're on balconies together. It's running through a few of the things they get up to. It's a lot of fun. Things take a turn. Mm. He starts to cause some trouble. Seems a bit distant. He doesn't know there's a problem. He's not able to mm. admit that he's causing trouble. He, he gets into a fight in a bar. Mm. Yep. Things are starting to look a little bad. He gets a tattoo that says love he on it. He doesn't have enough. Yeah, this is, this is, this is also like a, a bit of a... Where, when you take your, your boyfriend to get a tattoo and he gets one that could easily like just apply to the next relationship. <laughs> like, you want to get your name on him, really. You're yeah. wanting him to, like... If you have a generic name, include, like, an initial and a yeah, last name yeah, as well. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Come here, yeah. It's not really a sign of his commitment to you if it just says love on it. I uh, <laughs> just get a commitment of love. Like, um, who do you like? Oh, I just love cheese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love myself. <laughs> uh, so they, they... I don't know if this was an idea to, like, rekindle maybe some of the fire in their relationship, but they go to a concert, a, a rock concert. Is <laughs> that the logic of... Uh, yeah, when things are going bad, just take a more permanent step in the hope that that will yeah. just force it to correct itself. Yeah. Like, things aren't going well, let's get married. Oh, this this marriage is horrible, let's have a baby. Yeah. No, so they do something a bit more sensible, maybe, and they go out to a, a, I don't know, a party out in the... Party! A desert party, or is, <laughs> it, a, is, it, a con- is it a music festival or something that's... Or some sort of big... It seems like to be some, like, professional sort of lighting Yeah, <laughs> I think this is... They're out in the desert at some sort of music Some professional festival. music video type lighting in this club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Um, so anyway, he thinks in between the flashing strobe lights, he can get away with a sneaky kiss with someone else. But unfortunately, those lights move pretty quickly. She's able to catch him out with a keen eye. And Taylor Swift does not, t- like, obviously, and understandably, despite the fact that she knew this was coming, she, she knew, knew he was trouble, trouble, she still seems quite upset. As a viewer, I think you think, oh, I guess that must suck. But you don't really have that much sympathy for her in the video, right? 
yeah, I don't, I don't like the guy. Um, I don't, I don't know why, like, it's so like, why is a girl like that attracted to a guy like that? Like, sort of thing. Like, I guess I'm thinking from the guy's perspective more of like, well, that's what you get for like going out with guys in trouble. <laughs> like, that's what, went out with a nice guy like me, then things would be smooth sailing. Because <laughs> you often see girls with guys that like are trouble. Now, Taylor Swift is a bit of a notorious <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood data. Always has sort of a new boyfriend. They're always a celebrity. It's always big news. Yeah. And she seems to sing songs about boyfriends. Do we know if this song is about someone in particular? Let's quickly Google it and find out if it was John Mayer. Like that I was, would that imagine, was my yeah, guess. I would guess John Mayer of all the guys. He would seem like the biggest trouble to me. <laughs> Media speculated John Mayer. He seems to fit the bill bill to me. Um, and talking about the song, Taylor Swift said uh, that... Um, this is a long quote. Do we need to... <laughs> read <laughs> Yes, it, it, she, she says about the good girl falling for the bad boy. Maybe a, a lesson out there for all our female listeners. <laughs> Maybe avoid these bad boys. Um, they, they can be nothing but trouble. <laughs> Did you know, do you know what my prediction is? I don't think this is the end of Taylor Swift falling for the wrong guy. <laughs> I'm not sure if she's going to learn from her mistakes here. That's just my prediction. And then, I guess, after this ordeal with the guy uh, where he makes out, she then just collapses, she's distraught, and she wakes up the next morning where the party had happened and everyone just left. I think her reaction to this, putting this in a music video, is a little bit socially irresponsible. What she does is she gets in this position where she sort of sits on the ground on her shins and knees, and then she lies all the way back, all right? Yeah. This is this is very dangerous. You're asking for cartilage damage, no, ligament damage. No, it's not that bad. I could do that right That's now. That's socially irresponsible. That is promoting bad knee health. I'm going to do it right now and share how leg- easy it is. I'm, I'm going to show you how easy it is. Leg- it's so easy. Legitimately think you should not do this. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. So I actually think Matt's about to hurt his knees. <laughs> what? What did you do? She just like, okay, like this. And then I just lean back so my head hits the floor. carpet. Yeah, and her toes were pointing out, which makes it even worse. Which I don't <laughs> my toes are pointing out. <laughs> so they're as in like this. Oh, like that? Yeah. I, I might put my head back <laughs> and then put my like feet that way. This surely can't hurt me that much. Okay, this is this this probably won't tear anything. But if it does, I like, I did warn you. We have proof on the podcast. <laughs> well, I'm worried because you go to the gym quite a bit. Like you probably know a bit more. You're talking about what I do with this sort of stuff. Matt is about 70% of the way back and moving slowly. I'm worried him. He's going to get there and then say it was all fine. But I'm telling you not to do this at home. <laughs> okay. okay, let's... Uh... Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's just stretching a bit here, my, like, thigh. Okay. Okay. Can I put my toes out? No, don't take your toes out. What oh, no. You... Oh, dear. I can't... <laughs> oh, 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 no, 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 that would pull something. Okay, so pointing the toes out is the no. Don't, yeah, but uh, I do agree. At home, don't, uh, don't give that a go. <laughs> I don't want a lawsuit on my hands. So, um, but but she she takes the self harm. Do you think like, that's how depressed she is over this relationship? Yeah. <laughs> she takes it out on her knees. But don't you think like okay? So she wakes up in the desert. Everyone, like, who? 
how socially irresponsible is everyone else at this party? There's left a girl there on her own in the desert, passed out. That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's clearly in with the wrong crowd, yeah. this, this poor girl. And then she goes into the, I, I, I guess and that's where she sings the song from. You know, she's reflecting on the relationship. She's reflecting on the decision she's made. Now, I love Taylor Swift. I think she's, I, all jokes I aside, I think she's, um, a go- she, she, she writes her own songs. She's got a good sense of humor about herself. She's, um, you know, and I quite like her music. It's pretty catchy music. The writing at the beginning of this uh, is probably the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, I think it's definitely, actually, it is the worst thing I've ever heard recently, probably. <laughs> she's got her hair sort of, like, coloured pink at the bottom, and she's wearing some key around her neck that's probably means something because she drops it at the end. Justin Timberlake wasn't down there to catch it. <laughs> no, he's a jewellery, jewellery feed. <laughs> um, and she's, sort of, she's just wearing, like, really grungy sort of clothes, like... It's not the sweet Taylor that uh, that, that we all know. He's had love. a negative influence on her. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't really find this music video enjoyable. I didn't like the story it told. It the narration was awful, and it didn't really even fit with the song. Like, I feel like this was not a very good music video. Yeah, I, I agree. The voiceover was terrible. It's a boring story about a guy you don't like and her for doing something you don't really feel sorry for without anything really interesting or funny or dramatic happening and it promotes bad knee health. So I think for just a couple of things that I could laugh at how bad they were in the film, I'm going to give it a half. 0.5 out of 5. I agree, I'll give it a half too. Okay, now it's time to get the calculator. Yes. I don't know if a regular... We might need a scientific calculator, in Mm. fact. Yes. A lot of numbers here. Okay, so Bruno Mars, locked out of heaven. Got a 2 and a 2, adds up to 4 out of 10. 4 out of 10, uh, respectable effort. (laughs) Justin Timberlake's Mirrors, got a 2.5 and a and a 1, adds up to 3.5 out of 10. Macklemore... Um, Thrift Shop and Robin Thick Blurred Lines both got three and a half and three out of ten to give them both 6.5 out of ten. That's the first time we've had this happen. Sorry. Unless Taylor Swift could break the deadlock for us. Can she? Can Taylor Swift do it? Let's Does a up. half and a half add up to more than six and a half? No, it's one. Okay, so we're left with a tie for first place. We're going to have to separate the tie to decide who to vote for. Yeah. So wh- what do you think? Which one do you, which one do you feel we're comfortable voting for? My snap reaction is thrift shop. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Normally any sort of debate takes so long to bring you around. You're like, Let, let's go. <laughs> thrift shop it is. I love how that could not be in your finished thought too. Like you're like, my snap reaction is uh, thrift shop. But then I realise yeah. definitely blurred lines. Okay. Um, I will vote for the Macklemore. <laughs> um... Okay, we've voted, and we'd like to encourage you. If voting is still open, we're not sure when this podcast is getting published. Hopefully, before the awards, <laughs> um, we're encouraging you to vote uh, for Justin Timberlake. Oh. 
<laughs> we encourage you to vote for who you want to vote for, but if you're no. not sure... No, we don't. We recommend vote for thrift shop. Vote for thrift shop. Okay. Don't vote for them who they want for. They yeah. vote for who we tell them to. Then when, <laughs> then when Macklemore wins, we say we rock the vote. We Didn't won it for Macklemore. Passionate you were about thrift shop. <laughs> Passionate about us being, I'm passionate about us influencing the MTV VMAs. Yeah, um, that'd be like with a late surge yeah. from apparently a screen verdict listenership. Thrift shop came from behind to win the VMA. That's what we want to hear that's on if, the if, MTV if, news next. If thrift shop wins, that's what we're claiming. That's definitely what we're claiming. Um, do you think there are any snubs? Do you reckon there are any snubs this year from the category? Something you would have liked us to throw a weight behind? I listen to a fair amount of music on the radio, so I'm sort of up to date with what the uh, the kids are listening to, what's cool, but I, <laughs> if anyone ever uses their phrase, they clearly do not know what the kids listen to and are not cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I haven't really been watching much TV, like music uh, videos on TV, so nothing springs to mind. I think there's a big snub, and I think it was Taylor Swift. <laughs> I think she should have got in for um, We're Never Getting Back Together. I think that was a really fun music video. She looked she looked good in her pajamas and bangs and um, good glasses. I think she looked really cute in that. Is this, is this music video of the year or the music video in which Taylor Swift looks the hottest? <laughs> no, I didn't like the production design of that. Silly hair, grungy clothes. Oh, but she looks so hot in that We Are Getting Back Together video. Yeah. Man, I would go for that, that if you know what I mean. No, and then she's dancing around. And she goes through all these different rooms and the camera follows her. And then there's people dressed up as animals just jump in the room. It's really cool. <laughs> the randomness of blurred lines with the sort of innocence. Your Taylor of, Swift fanboy. Of, of not misogyny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's our take on the MTV VMAs. Yes. Very excited. And we will give in housekeeping a wrap-up when they're uh, announced. When, when the winner's announced. Yes. And in this week's housekeeping... Yes. We thought we'd like to share with you a little game. Mm. Everybody get up. <laughs> Not a rape game. Uh, <laughs> but a game about a certain TV show. A show we've done a couple of podcasts on. Breaking Bad. So, yeah, this is a game we started. And we asked people on our Facebook group uh, page to join in. But um, I think it's too late to join now. So, tough luck. So, this is a game where, because it's the final season of Breaking Bad, one of our favourite shows, there's this website that's set up called Betting Bad where people made predictions, uh, could make predictions on what's going to happen in the final season of Breaking Bad. Me and Jonathan have both logged our predictions, and we're going to see who's who's going to win. What's at stake? I know what is at stake. Next time we buy meth, whoever loses, it's their shout. I was going to say we should both do something illegal together, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, and the loser gets turned into the authorities. <laughs> <laughs> the gets to rat the other one out. Yeah, yeah. So, we're a couple episodes into Breaking Bad. Uh, who's who's winning at the moment? I hadn't checked it, but you told me I was ahead on points. Yeah, but I, I don't have your points. I just have that you're beating me. So, I know. I'm pretty confident I'm going to win. I think I've made some pretty crafty bets. I think I've got a few points off the first couple of eight episodes, but there's eight in total, so I'm not going to count my meth batch before it's cooked. I, um, I Walter white at it. Um, I, I decided I'm going to go big and go home. Make some really bold predictions. Go big and go home. I'll just go big or go home. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought I'd be bold. I thought I'd go big and go home. <laughs> <laughs> I made some pretty bold bets that are worth a lot of points and just like, <laughs> you know, I think, I think I'm probably going to get thrashed by you or cream you. 
That's, that's my <laughs> prediction. Like, if all them pay off, then uh, I'm, I'm smiling. Yeah. I'm laughing all the way to Belize. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a, a bad reward for winning the competition. <laughs> Uh, so we'll update you on that. If mm. you've uh, done that, yep, let us know how you go. You can see if you can beat the uh, screen verdict. Well, not team, I guess. Yeah. Just podcasters. Because rivals. It, screen verdict rivals. And there will be a Breaking Bad prize for anybody who does beat the screen. Well, for the person who beats the screen verdict team by the most. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure we're not promising like 100 prizes. Yeah. <laughs> always get that fine print right. <laughs> that was fun. I really love talking about those music videos. <laughs> Should we end? Should we end with hearing a little bit of Taylor Taylor Swift? It didn't, didn't even vote for that one. I think I think I think we've got to hear a bit of Taylor Swift. I think that 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 has to be how we end it. Some of the worst writing of all time to end our podcast. The feeling that came along with it, and crazy thing is, I don't know if I'm ever going to feel that way again. But I don't know if I should. And that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to like the final. I'm, I'm out. Okay, you're out. Leave a recording. I know we move too fast. And see you next week. Burn too bright. But I thought, how can the devil be pulling you towards someone who looks? The worst part of it all wasn't losing him. He's still there. How long do I have to be outside for? <laughs> I skipped ahead to the bit I wanted. Like, I, I picked the wrong part of the thing. I just lost my balance. I think that the worst part of it all wasn't losing him. It was losing me. And now we just lost our entire listenership. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, we're having again. See you next week.